Welcome back, everybody. And it's Ken and Chuck and Lucas from LBS Demolition Strategic Deconstruction Contractors. And we're trying to uh, convey to you through Lucas that deconstructing things is an art form, and there's a lot more to it than people think. Is that appropriate, Lucas, to say it that way? Oh, yes, sir, absolutely. Um, I would say probably three-quarters of our jobs, there is something that wasn't accounted for that is just behind a wall or underground, and really knowing how to handle those things when they come up, that's what can make a $2,000 project a $20,000 project. Yeah, the liability so. issue. You and Dad have a great symbiosis because you could, you describe yourself as the nerdy numbers guy and Dad's the experienced on-site guy. Yes, sir, absolutely. That's good. Absolutely. We like to see a business that's run that way. Yep, it's great to have the dynamic of two different people and two different perspectives, especially in two different age ranges. It, it helps a lot with a, a lot of different dynamics. You know, Lucas, you got a business that that needs to be there. It's funny because not many people think about deconstruction. Very true. If a homeowner is going to do a DIY project, let's say they want to build a new garage, <sighs> one of the hardest things they have to do is where do I get rid of the old garage at? How do I how do I get rid of it? And not just that, but homeowners don't know what to look for when they're tearing something down. There are a lot of accidents that happen when homeowners start tearing. Big stuff liability. Down. Big exactly. liability. Big liabilities. But I'm, I'm guessing you guys. I guess what the, one of the most important things in your business is having the proper equipment. And Correct. you guys just must have all sorts of equipment to make, get these jobs done. Right. And, you know, let, let me tell you a couple of the, uh, the reasons that people like to have us on. Um, one, like you mentioned, it's just having the right tools and the right equipment. If you don't already own it, then you have to rent it. And by the time you rent it, how much time are you looking at to go pick it up? And then sure. you have to pay for that. Liability um, on the road. Yeah. Exactly. And then, you know, you're putting yourself at risk if you don't know what you're doing, if you're inexperienced. Um, and really just time, honestly, too. Like with the gentleman that we were talking about where we did the chimney for, he was fully capable of doing it himself, but it would have taken him two, three weeks to get that all knocked out. We have four guys. We have the experience. We have the tools. We have the ability to roll dumpsters and get in and out quickly. We're in and out in two and a half days to do a... 32 33 foot chimney that's two and a half feet by eight feet blake block masonry i mean it's supporting the house we put up stanchions we can do all that in two and a half days hey, let me stress the fact that the house had to stand when you were done <laughs> ideally of not course yes. stand, but not move <laughs> yeah and work right. had to be done on that home to make it look good again and part of your deconstruction was preserving what had to remain Yes, sir, of course, and working with a structural engineer who came in and working with the homeowner who himself was actually also a builder, a family friend. Um, so, you know, we're coordinating with other companies, too. We're not just coming in, tear it down, and get out of there. I mean, we're making sure that loads are being bared properly by the people who can actually give the A-OK -okay on that. You know, Lucas, years ago, you know, for many years, I had a mainstream concrete company, and this time of year, I... Every once in a while, I would get a request to demo an in-ground pool. And after I did my first one, I turned down every <laughs> one of those requests that came in. <laughs> you know, you, you think you just go, go rent a jackhammer. You can jack up the bottom of that pool and then just jack down, hammer the sides. That is not a DIY, DIY project for any homeowner out there because you can't rent the equipment you really need. In my opinion, if you don't know what you're doing, if I'm if I'm renting something, I want to know that person knows how to use that tool before I rent it to them. You guys have all the equipment. Let's go over the process of demoing properly an in-ground pool. 
Of course. Well, I guess first question I've got to ask, are we talking concrete? Are we talking gunite? What, what kind of pool are we Say talking concrete. about? Concrete. So good question. So you're talking about a jackhammer. I'm assuming that was a hand jackhammer. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. So we use, uh, when we demo a concrete pool, um, it's a jackhammer <laughs> on an excavator. There you go. So um, you go. Qu- quite a bit larger. <laughs> so, That's a man's toy. Yeah. <laughs> yes, sir. <laughs> Two guys with an electric jackhammer can't do a work in five days what yours can do in an hour. Yes, ex- exactly. It means just so much more. It's just exponentially more power, and it's just having the access to that. I mean, to do a pool, you're having an excavator and a bobcat minimum. Right. So you're jackhammering the pool all the way around, starting in the very bottom, working your way up, switching to your bucket, pulling concrete out, rinse and repeat until you have every little bit of concrete, all of um, your water lines, electric, everything. Of course, decommissioned electric and water. Um, but you're pulling all of that out, and then you're moving it with the bobcat back and forth so you can get it to the dumpster, taking all the material out. And then you have to come back in with the bobcat. Well, sorry. What do you mean? Can't you just leave all that contract concrete at the bottom of the pool? (laughs) No, absolutely. Absolutely (laughs) not. And uh, uh, concrete pools, those guys require permits because you have to have an open hole inspection to prove that you didn't just leave the concrete in there, which is... Honestly, just a scummy thing to do. I mean, if you're going to do the job, have the integrity to do the well, job, how many, right? <laughs> I mean, any homeowner that does it, that's their plan. They're not planning on taking a lot of stuff out of there. They're planning on filling that hole with concrete. Right, and as a homeowner, I can definitely understand that perspective, um, but I, I couldn't even tell you how high of a number that the, the fine is going to be if you get caught doing that. Um, so it, it's just best to pull all of it out, have the open hole, do the inspection, go ahead and use that same bobcat, Backfill the hole. So how do you go. properly backfill that hole? Because that could be an good issue question. Down the road. Clay, Chuck. <laughs> <laughs> yes, very good. Question. Native soils. There you go. <laughs> yeah, so uh, we use fill sand, and then we do a healthy, healthy layer of topsoil, and we um, actually hunt with the topsoil. Yeah. Uh, for just putting seed out. So some folks want to, you know, do a concrete pad or patio, and of course we'll accommodate them and just make sure we have the sand, and then flatten it all out for them and prep it for the concrete guys. Um, but we'll do fill sand and then a good, healthy load of topsoil. And here's another thing you may not know if you're filling out a whole uh, home, even if it's just a small one. You want that hole to be humped above grade because as it rains and as it gets walked on, it's going to get packed down. Like a grace. Exactly. Grace site, yeah. Yes, and that's just one of those million little things that you run into during the project that you have to make sure you do right or else you're going to have a bowl and then and you're going to be collecting sand water. sand will settle. Yes, the sand will settle a little bit, and the topsoil will really settle. Yes, it will. Yes, sir. And if you're, ter- I mean, if you're removing, let's say, fence panels to get back there, and you get a call a couple years later that sunk, you've got to go redo that all stuff, all that stuff again. So exactly, yes. That, that's why it's so important when people take on demo that they think it all the way through. You know all this stuff. A lot of people who've just done this one time don't know all that stuff. And not just that, but like you said, the physical liability, a chance of getting hurt with the equipment that you run, people will rent this bobcat not knowing how to run a bobcat until they get it on site. Oh, ground excavation collapses, that is right. a huge issue. And you guys, i got to believe, take care with that. Oh, 100%. I mean, you're working at the edge of a hole at the end of the day. Oh. So you really have to make sure you're taking the right precautions and you're doing things safely. I mean, my mother is actually an OSHA um, safety officer. Is so she you can, really? Yes. Yeah, so you can imagine um, <laughs> oh that our, our dinner talk conversation is a little bit different than most families, I'd say. Oh, my gosh. I mean, I can imagine mom anyway 
But mom that knows the OSHA stuff has really got to be on you guys about doing it well and safely. Oh, my gosh. Yes, sir. <laughs> Believe me, uh, she, she keeps the eyes on us, makes sure we're all staying in compliance every year as they change laws, as they change codes, making sure that we're, awesome. we're staying up there. Exactly. It's a huge, huge help um, and a, a massive resource. And we're very, very lucky to have her. Now, I, I've, I've been really. taking a look at your Facebook page. And this is your brother that we saw laying on top of an old oil tank. Is that right? <laughs> um, yes, yes. He was actually disconnecting it from the house. Um, fun job. A uh, lakeside property. It had flooded. The oil tank was stuck in mud. You can imagine the suction that um, was holding it down and getting that guy pulled out in, in winter. And that was, uh, that, was quite, that was quite chilly. <laughs> now, I see a giant opening right there, but I don't think people know that removing those can be dangerous. Removing oh. an old oil tank, you 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 make a spark while you're removing that, you can have all sorts of trouble. One hundred percent, absolutely, and that's why we have to um, get a whole safely hand cut to start. Hand cut. Oh, that to makes start. perfect sense. Yeah. <laughs> and then you go ahead and um, drain all of the oil out of it, and then that oil tank that was a big one that was about uh, somewhere in the ballpark of twelve hundred gallons. Wow. And we used, I think it was 12 bags of oil dry, and then we got to do that, and then shop vac it out, <laughs> so all that's out. And then you actually have to take that to a um, proper place to dispose of it, get a manifest, and then the whole... Yeah. Exactly, and if you're a homeowner, I'll tell you, if you're pulling an oil tank out and you go to try to sell that property and the oil tank is no longer there and you haven't shown it properly disposed, you can run into some problems when uh, you go to sell the home. So it's making sure you do everything right to set yourself up, not just in the home you're going to be living in, but also the home, if you're looking to sell it down the road or give it to a child, um, you know, they've got to deal with all of that. Huge liability if that just drains into the ground. Speaking of liability, is insurance a big issue for a company like LBS <laughs> Demolition? <laughs> well, fortunately, in our 10 years, we have not had an accident where we have needed to use any of our health insurance. Good job. Um, we've never had anyone hurt you know you get a, a little nick here and there and you gotta use a band-aid but we've never see your had hands any, yeah right. <laughs> <laughs> um, never had to send anybody to the hospital to the band-aid clinic that or anything amazing. like that that's <laughs> yep. amazing with all the nails sticking up all over the place no it one's truly ever is that really oh, is amazing kevlar plated boots <laughs> there you go. There hey you know what it's all about having the right equipment and that's part of the equipment and i mean he yes, talked sir, about absolutely. that chimney brick by brick yeah. they didn't take their big machine and just swing it into the brick and I gotta Bang be honest. Down. I, I've pushed those things right over before in the right situation. You if know, you're the in the right yard, situation, by, just push it over and then tear it apart. Listen, you, you got time to stick around? Oh, it's, of course. We're yes, going to finish it off this next break and continue talking with uh, with you. And we're going to take any phone calls. Eight 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 six five four four eight nine seven. Chuck, the weather outside is frightful. Yeah, and the only way to keep the inside delightful is to have that furnace running properly. And we want to make sure that you have a company like Family Heating and Cooling taking care of your mechanical equipment. Family Heating and Cooling. Welcome back, everybody. Hey, we have asked Lucas from LBS Demolition to stay on with us just a little longer than we normally would. Uh, this is a new category. This is something people are not familiar with. You really have a strategic deconstruction company a demolition company there's a real need for it isn't there you guys are busy even now yeah absolutely and i mean um there are a lot of jobs where you don't need a whole contractor like, let's say you just want to replace your shed and you're just going to order another shed from you know tough shed or wherever you may be getting it from and you've got an old metal one or an old wood one 
um, whether it's got a loft or not. I mean, you, you just need the thing busted up and taken away. I mean, we have have for that. We have that. You for will take that garage. Oh, absolutely. Okay. We we take those calls. Uh, all, not so much right now with uh, the weather that we're seeing right now. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yes, we're seeing that quite a bit. Where maybe it's you don't know, you're not even replacing it. It's just old and dilapidated. Well, you don't want to go ahead and knock that thing down by yourself, right? So. You know, that's where we can come in, and we were talking about this oil and tank you know earlier. get rid of it. Yes, sir, absolutely. And legally. get rid of it efficiently, and <laughs> yes, legally, all of that. Well, there you go. You, you talk about the oil tank, get rid of that legally. What about when you come across anything with asbestos? Oh, good uh, question. What, what yeah, really good question. Um, so we are uh, licensed in the state of Michigan to both abate, um, and we also have the, the uh, inspector's license for asbestos. Um, so that means we can actually do your test for you and get it removed for you. Wow, that is—I mean—the fact that you'll do the test, uh, not just the removal. So, do you? Does your website deal with any of these issues? If people want to further educate themselves, lbsdemo.com. Yes, sir, lbsdemo.com. Um, we've got an FAQ page on there that we're actually adding to right now as we speak. My media guy is working on that. Um, we have everything that we take care of, and what I like to tell, uh, like I was, t I was telling Ken and Chuck off the air here is we take anything from a piece of drywall the size of your hand out down to we want to knock down this whole darn house or factory, whatever it may be. Um, so we handle the small jobs, the big jobs, and everything in between. I love um, that's that. all listed there on our website. We have all of our information, and you can actually request a free quote from us. We're usually back to you within 24 hours or less. Um, and that it just basically says what the project is, and we'll shoot you a number that doesn't cost you anything, and at least you have the information, right? At least you know how much it would cost to get you that project done. Do you permitting and utility clearances and those kinds of things? Yes, sir. We can get that taken care of. So I'm a homeowner. I've got that shed that you're talking about, and I've got an old concrete patio uh, con yeah, that I want to put a wood deck on. If I sent you a picture, measurements, picture of the, the patio, could you give me an estimate over the phone, or would you have to come out? Oh, we would usually be able to give it to you over the phone unless there was just some special thing you had. You know, maybe you had some trees you needed removed and some excess debris, and it was kind of all over. Maybe it was, you know, like the best um, example I could give you is just a dilapidated old house backyard where right. you don't really know what we're getting into. Sometimes we've got to walk through the tall grass and see what that is. Um, but by, <laughs> by and large, I would say... 99% of the time, you send us a photo and some square footage, and we will have you a quote. You can get, I would guess, okay, here's my quote. Let's say it's $1,000, but you get there and you see a couple other things that could move at that point. I'm sure you make them aware of that. Yes, absolutely. We make sure that everything's being taken care of to their end goal because we're part of getting to the end goal. We're just right. the tip of the spear. But there's a, a whole lot to do afterwards, and that's very important is we know the end goal, so we know where we're going with our portion of the process. Can you safely remove fencing to get to what you need to get to and then put it back the right way? Absolutely. Uh, wood fencing, cyclone fencing, um, short of a block wall in our way, um, we will put it back. But you could just tear that down. Yeah, we could tear that. We could tear that down too. But as far as getting it put back, so that way you make sure. Like we run into homeowners all the time who have a fence, and most often they have a dog, and that fence is to keep the dog in. Um, so if they're going to knock the whole thing down, we we can either put in temporary cyclone or temporary um, orange fence if they want, or we can put their cyclone or wood fence back. And it just comes down to whatever the customer needs. We take care of. I got to tell you, anyone out there that really wants to see everything the LBS Demolition does, go to your Facebook page. You have got just some amazing pictures of all the different work you guys do at fa on Facebook and your social media. Oh, yes, sir. We've got um, a gentleman who works and does all of our media for our um, Instagram, our Facebook, our website, and he does 
absolutely amazing work getting those pictures to look a lot cooler than what I think they look like when I'm just <laughs> right. Uh, he, he, he has a good way of, of making everything look look cool and dramatic. I unfortunately don't have that uh, cinematograph uh, cinematographic eye. Bless your heart. You're going to be with us next week in Novi, right? Uh, yes, sir. I'll be right there at the home show. That's the cool. People show. can see Lucas and meet him and talk to him next week. And if they have any kind of pictures, that's the place to bring them, right? To show you pictures, something they need to torn off? Yes, absolutely. And if you come see us at the home show, I can get you a quote written up right then and there. Where are you going to be? Do you know your booth? Um, yes, we're going to be booth 1827. Okay, we'll make sure people people hear about you when you get there. Your your uh, website, what can people see when they get their web, when they go to your website? Yep, so um, you'll see basically who we are, what we do. Um, you get to see a picture of my dad and I's uh, bright, smiling faces on the About Us page. Um, there's some FAQs there that handle um, a lot of our, our most asked questions, okay. um, as well as just descriptions of all of the jobs we do, how we in, ge in general get those types of jobs done, what's required for it, um, pretty much everything. Give you a little brief synopsis on how that project is going to go before you even talk to us. We get emails that go like this all the time. I need someone to demo my garage um, that lives in Taylor. Chuck and I will send them an email back saying, well, they don't live in Taylor, but they do travel. Where does LBS travel to? And where are you located? Really good question. So uh, we're located in Heartland, Michigan, um, right at 23 and 59. Um, we go... We go all the way uh, west to Grand Ledge. We go north to um, Saginaw. We go east to the uh, Detroit River, and we go south to the border to Ohio. We like doing that, don't we? So most we? people can hear us in yes. southeast Michigan. You can help. Yep, pretty much all of southeast Michigan we take care of. We can even go up into the Thumb. We can go up to Gaylord if the um, project is right. Yeah, well, I like that you add to that on, if the project is right. You're not going to go up to Gaylord for a shed. Correct. Well, <laughs> it would have to be a pretty gosh darn big shed. Or they pretty, have to pay you really well. Pretty wealthy people. Yes, so yes. Big one, one of the two. You, you've got. Um, yeah. Yes. Exactly. But Chuck said the word earlier: strategic deconstruction. Sounds a lot better than just demolition. But it is so important to strategically demo stuff. I mean, you know oh, what block to move for the whole thing doesn't fall down. Exactly, and knowing where you know loads are being bared and just. Uh, the, the thing that I, I don't hear quite a lot being talked about is when you hit something or knock something down, where that and everything else is going to go. Sure. Because maybe you can't predict how it falls. You know, if you, if you knock a block wall straight down, that block is going to scatter for another that 32 two foot times. That 32 fireplace. Exactly. Yeah. Think about exactly. That. Yeah. And, I mean, that's a lot, you know, a lot of times it's often a lot of weight, weird-shaped things. You know, you, you can have a two-by-four snap and that can be very very dangerous Absolutely. i mean a snapping a two by four uh -oh. can be the difference between a very good day and a very bad few months i have Bring scars to show that yeah thanks exactly. for coming in we appreciate it it was a crummy day to drive and, and it means a lot to us and our audience that you drove here to talk to them today well thank you ken and chuck so much for having me and everyone thank you so much for listening i do appreciate you we'll time. definitely see you next week at the home show but in the meantime give out your contact information for yep. the search please Yes, absolutely. Um, my name is again is Lucas Lefebvre with LBS Demolition. Um, our website is lbsdemo.com, and our phone number is 517-404-1908. And again, 517 means they'll go anywhere in southeast Michigan, probably southern Michigan. So please give them a call. Check them out. You will not be sorry. LBSdemo.com. Con. Lucas, thank you so much for going out. Thanks, Lucas. Thank you, guys. Tell Appreciate Dad we said you. hi, and we will see you next week at the Novi Home Show. We're looking forward to In it. In better weather. Show. Oh, yes, <laughs> sir. We'll see you then. <laughs> God show. bless.
and another company is going to be there. And you talk about strategic, Chuck, right? Is there much more strategic than Basements Plus? Oh, we referred them just this morning. Some people were experiencing rod hole leaks with all the moisture that's in the ground. You know, if you want to finish your basement, it's down there ugly. You need someone to demo it. You can call LBS Demo and then get a beautiful new finished basement by Basements Plus. Welcome back, everybody. And it's Ken and Chuck and Lucas from LBS Demolition Strategic Deconstruction Contractors. And we're trying to uh, convey to you through Lucas that deconstructing things is an art form, and there's a lot more to it than people think. Is that appropriate, Lucas, to say it that way? Oh, yes, sir, absolutely. Um, I would say probably three-quarters of our jobs there is something that wasn't accounted for that is just behind a wall or underground and really knowing how to handle those things when they come up. That's what can make a $2,000 project a $20,000 project. Yeah, the liability so. issue. You and Dad have a great symbiosis because you could, you describe yourself as the nerdy numbers guy and Dad's the experienced on-site guy. Yes, sir, absolutely. That's good. Absolutely. We like to see a business that's run that way. Yep, it's great to have the dynamic of two different people and two different perspectives, especially in two different age ranges. It, it helps a lot with a, a lot of different dynamics. You know, Lucas, you've got a business that, that needs to be there. It's funny because not many people think about deconstruction. Very true. If a homeowner is going to do a DIY project, let's say they want to build a new garage, <sighs> one of the hardest things they have to do is where do I get rid of the old garage at? How do I, how do I get rid of it? And not just that, but... Homeowners don't know what to look for when they're tearing something down. There are a lot of accidents that happen when homeowners start tearing stuff Big down. liability. Big exactly. liability. Big liabilities. But I'm, I'm guessing you guys, I'm guessing what the, one of the most important things in your business is having the proper equipment. And Correct. you guys just must have all sorts of equipment to make, get these jobs done. Right. And, you know, let, let me tell you a couple of the, uh, the reasons that people like to have us on. Um, one, like you mentioned, it's just having the right tools and the right equipment. If you don't already own it, then you have to rent it. And by the time you rent it, how much time are you looking at to go pick it up? And then sure. you have to pay for that. Liability um, on the road. Yeah. Exactly. And then, you know, you're putting yourself at risk if you don't know what you're doing, if you're inexperienced. Um, and really just time, honestly, too. Like with the gentleman that we were talking about where we did the chimney for, he was fully capable of doing it himself, but it would have taken him two, three weeks to get that all knocked out. We have four guys, we have the experience, we have the tools, we have the ability to roll dumpsters and get in and out quickly. We're in and out in two and a half days. To do a 32, 33-foot chimney, that's two and a half feet by eight feet. Blake, block masonry, I mean, it's supporting the house. We put up stanchions. We can do all that in two and a half days. Hey, let me stress the fact that the house had to stand when you were done. <laughs> Ideally, of not course, yes. Stand, but not move. <laughs> yeah, and work right. had to be done on that home to make it look good again. And part of your deconstruction was preserving what had to remain. Yes, sir, of course. And working with a structural engineer who came in and working with the homeowner who himself was actually also a builder, a family friend. Um, so, you know, we're coordinating with other companies, too. We're not just coming in, tear it down, and get out of there. I mean, we're making sure that loads are being bared properly by the people who can actually give the A-OK -okay on that. You know, Lucas, years ago, you know, for many years, I had a masonry concrete company. And this time of year, I, every once in a while, I would get a request to demo an in-ground pool. 
And after I did my first one, I turned down every one of those requests <laughs> that came in. <laughs> you know, you, you think you just go, go rent a jackhammer. You can jack up the bottom of that pool and then just jack down, hammer the sides. That is not a DIY, DIY project for any homeowner out there because you can't rent the equipment you really need. In my opinion, if you don't know what you're doing, if I'm if I'm renting something, I want to know that person knows how to use that tool before I rent it to them. You guys have all the equipment. Let's go over the process of demoing properly an in-ground pool. Of course. Well, I guess first question I've got to ask: Are we talking concrete? Are we talking gunite? What kind of pool are we Say talking concrete. about? Concrete. So good question. So you're talking about a jackhammer. I'm assuming that was a hand jackhammer. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. So we use, uh, when we demo a concrete pool, um, it's a jackhammer <laughs> on an excavator. There you go. <laughs> so um, go. Qu- quite a bit larger. <laughs> That's so, a man's toy. Yeah. <laughs> yes, sir. <laughs> Two guys with an electric jackhammer can't do a work in five days what yours can do in an hour. Yes, ex- exactly. I mean, it's just so much more. It's just exponentially more power, and it's just having the access to that. I mean, to do a pool, you're having an excavator and a bobcat minimum. Right. So you're jackhammering the pool all the way around, starting in the very bottom, working your way up, switching to your bucket, pulling concrete out, rinse and repeat until you have every little bit of concrete, all of um, your water lines, electric, everything. Of course, decommissioned electric and water. Um, but you're pulling all of that out, and then you're moving it with the bobcat back and forth. So you can get it to the dumpster, taking all the material out. And then you have to come back in with the bobcat. Well, sorry. What do you mean? Can't you just leave all the concrete at the bottom of the pool? (laughs) No, absolutely. (laughs) Absolutely not. And uh, uh, concrete pools, those guys require permits because you have to have an open hole inspection to prove that you didn't just leave the concrete in there, which is... Honestly, just a scummy thing to do. I mean, if you're going to do the job, have the integrity to do the well, job, how many, right? <laughs> I mean, any homeowner that does it, that's their plan. They're not planning on taking a lot of stuff out of there. They're planning on filling that hole with concrete. Right, and as a homeowner, I can definitely understand that perspective, um, but I, I couldn't even tell you how high of a number that the, the fine is going to be if you get caught doing that. Um, so it, it's just best to pull all of it out, have the open hole, do the inspection, go ahead and use that same bobcat, Backfill the hole. So how do you go. properly backfill that hole? Because that could be an good issue question. Down the road. Clay, Chuck. <laughs> yes, very good question. Native soils. There you go. <laughs> yep, so uh, we use fill sand, and then we do a healthy, healthy layer of topsoil. And we um, actually hunt with the topsoil Yeah. Uh, for just putting seed out. So some folks want to you know, do a concrete pad or patio, and of course we'll accommodate them and just make sure we have the sand and then flatten it all out for them and prep it for the concrete guys. Um, but we'll do fill sand and then a good, healthy load of topsoil. And here's another thing you may not know if you're filling out a whole uh, home, even if it's just a small one. You want that hole to be humped above grade because as it rains and as it gets walked on, it's going to get packed down. Like a grace. Exactly. Grace yeah. Yes, and that's just one of those million little things that you run into during the project that you have to make sure you do right or else you're going to have a bowl and then and you're going to be collecting water. And sand will settle. Yes, the sand will settle a little bit, and the topsoil will really settle. Yes, it will. Yes, sir. And if you're, ter- I mean, if you're removing, let's say, fence panels to get back there, and you get a call a couple years later that sunk, you've got to go redo that all stuff, all that stuff again. So exactly, yes. That, that's why it's so important when people take on demo that they think it all the way through. You know all this stuff. A lot of people who've just done this one time don't know all that stuff. And not just that, but like you said, the physical liability, a chance of getting hurt with the equipment that you run, 
People will rent this bobcat not knowing how to run a bobcat until they get it on site. Oh, ground excavation collapses. That is right. a huge issue. And you guys, I got to believe, take care with that. Oh, 100%. I mean, you're working at the edge of a hole at the end of the day. Oh. So you really have to make sure you're taking the right precautions and you're doing things safely. I mean, my mother is actually an OSHA um, safety officer. Is so she you can, really? Yes. So you can imagine um, that <laughs> oh our, our dinner talk conversation is a little bit different than most families, I'd say. Oh, my gosh. I mean, I can imagine mom anyway. But mom that knows the OSHA stuff has really got to be on you guys about doing it well and safely. Oh, my gosh. Yes, sir. <laughs> Believe me, uh, she, she keeps the eyes on us, makes sure we're all staying in compliance every year as they change laws, as they change codes, making sure that we're, awesome. we're staying up there. Exactly. It's a huge, huge help um, and a, a massive resource, and we're very, very lucky to have her. Now, I, I've, I've been taking a look at your Facebook page. And this is your brother that we saw laying on top of an old oil tank. Is that right? <laughs> um, yes, yes. He was actually disconnecting it from the house. Um, fun job. A uh, lakeside property. It had flooded. The oil tank was stuck in mud. You can imagine the suction that um, was holding it down and getting that guy pulled out in, in winter. And that was, uh, that, was quite, that was quite chilly. <laughs> now, I see a giant opening right there, but I don't think people know that removing those can be dangerous. Removing oh. an old oil tank, you 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 make a spark while you're removing that, you can have all sorts of trouble. One hundred percent, absolutely, and that's why we have to um, get a whole safely hand cut to start. Hand cut. Oh, that to makes start. perfect sense. Yeah. <laughs> and then you go ahead and um, drain all of the oil out of it, and then that oil tank that was a big one that was about uh, somewhere in the ballpark of twelve hundred gallons. And we used, I think it was 12 bags of oil dry, and then we got to do that, and then shop vac it out, <laughs> so all that's out. And then you actually have to take that to a um, proper place to dispose of it, get a manifest, and then the whole... Yeah. Exactly, and if you're a homeowner, I'll tell you, if you're pulling an oil tank out and you go to try to sell that property and the oil tank is no longer there and you haven't shown it properly disposed, you can run into some problems when oh. you go to sell the home. So it's making sure you do everything right to set yourself up, not just in the home you're going to be living in, but also the home, if you're looking to sell it down the road or give it to a child, um, you know, they've got to deal with all of that. Huge liability if that just drains into the ground. Speaking of liability, is insurance a big issue for a company like LBS <laughs> Demolition? Well, fortunately, in our 10 years, we have not had an accident where we have needed to use any of our health insurance. Good job. Um, we've never had anyone hurt. You know, you get a, a little nick here and there, and you got to use a Band-Aid, but we've Let never see your had hands. Any, yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> uh, never had to send anybody to the hospital or the Band-Aid clinic that or anything amazing. like that. <laughs> That's yep. amazing with all the nails sticking up all over the place. No it one's truly ever is. That really oh, is amazing. Kevlar-plated boots. <laughs> there you go. There hey, you know what? It's all about having the right equipment. And that's part of the equipment. And, I mean, he yes, talked sir, about absolutely. that chimney brick by brick. Yeah. They didn't take their big machine and just swing it into the brick and I gotta bang be honest, it down. I, I've pushed those things right over before in the right situation. You if know, you're the in the right yard, situation. Mod, just push it over and then tear it apart. Listen, you, you got time to stick around? Oh, of we're course. Gonna, we're yes, going to finish it off this next break and continue talking with uh, with you. And we're going to take any phone calls, 888 654 Four eight nine seven. Chuck, the weather outside is frightful. Yeah, and the only way to keep the inside delightful is to have that furnace running properly. And we want to make sure that you have a company like Family Heating and Cooling taking care of your mechanical equipment. Family Heating and Cooling. 
Welcome back, everybody. Hey, we have asked Lucas from LBS Demolition to stay on with us just a little longer than we normally would. Uh, this is a new category. This is something people are not familiar with. You really have a strategic deconstruction company, a demolition company. There's a real need for it, isn't there? You guys are busy even now. Yeah, absolutely. And, I mean, um, there are a lot of jobs where you don't need a whole contractor. Like, let's say you just want to replace your shed, and you're just going to order another shed from you know Tough Shed or wherever you may be getting it from, and you've got an old metal one or an old wood one, um, whether it's got a loft or not. I mean, you, you just need the thing busted up and taken away. I mean, we have have for that we have that you will take that garage oh absolutely we we take those calls uh not so much right now with uh the weather that we're seeing right now (laughs) (laughs) but uh yes we're seeing that quite a bit where maybe it's you don't know you're not even replacing it it's just old and dilapidated well you don't want to go ahead and knock that thing down by yourself right so you know that's where we can come in and we were talking about this oil tank earlier get rid of it Yes, sir, absolutely, and legally. get rid of it efficiently, and, <laughs> yes, legally, all of that. Well, there you go. You, you talk about the oil tank, get rid of that legally. What about when you come across anything with asbestos? Oh, good uh, question. What, yeah, really good question. Um, so we are uh, licensed in the state of Michigan to both abate, um, and we also have the asbest- the uh, inspector's license for asbestos. Um, so that means we can actually do your test for you and get it removed for you. Wow. that is. I mean, the fact that you'll do the test uh, not just the removal. So do you? does your website deal with any of these issues if people want to further educate themselves? LBSdemo.com? Yes, sir, LBSdemo.com. Um, we've got an FAQ page on there that we're actually adding to right now as we speak. My media guy is working on that. Um, we have everything that we take care of. And what I like to tell, uh, like I was, t- I was telling Ken and Chuck off the air here, is we take anything from a piece of drywall the size of your hand out down to we want to knock down this whole darn house or factory, whatever it may be. Um, so we handle the small jobs, the big jobs, and everything in between. Um, that's that. all listed there on our website. We have all of our information, and you can actually request a free quote from us. We're usually back to you within 24 hours or less, um, and that it just basically says what the project is, and we'll shoot you a number that doesn't cost you anything, and at least you have the information, right? At least you know how much it would cost to get do that project done. you handle permitting and utility clearances and those kinds of things? Yes, sir. We can get that taken care of. So I'm a homeowner. I've got that shed that you're talking about, and I've got an old concrete patio uh, con- yeah, that I want to put a wood deck on. If I sent you a picture, measurements, picture of the the patio, could you give me an estimate over the phone? Or would you have to come out? Oh, we would usually be able to give it to you over the phone unless there was just some special thing you had. You know, maybe you had some trees you needed removed and some excess debris and it was kind of all over maybe it was you know like the best um, example i could give you is just a dilapidated old house backyard where you don't really know what we're getting into sometimes we've got to walk through the tall grass to see what that is um but by (laughs) by and large i would say 99 percent of the time you send us a photo and some square footage and we will have you a quote you get i would guess okay here's my quote let's say it's a thousand dollars but you get there and you see a couple other things that could move at that point i'm sure you make them aware of that Yes, absolutely. We make sure that everything's being taken care of to their end goal because we're part of getting to the end goal. We're just right. the tip of the spear. Right. But there's a, a whole lot to do afterwards, and that's very important is we know the end goal, so we know where we're going with our portion of the process. Can you safely remove fencing to get to what you need to get to and then put it back the right way? Absolutely. Uh, wood fencing, cyclone fencing, um, Short of a block wall in our way, um, we will put it back. But you could just tear that down. 
Yeah, we could tear that. <laughs> we could tear that down too. But as far as getting it put back, so that way you make sure. Like we run into homeowners all the time who have a fence, and most often they have a dog, and that fence is to keep the dog in. Um, so if they're going to knock the whole thing down, we we can either put in temporary cyclone or temporary um, orange fence if they want, or we can put their cyclone or wood fence back. Uh, and it just comes down to whatever the customer needs, we take care of. I got to tell you, anyone out there that really wants to see everything the LBS Demolition does, go to your Facebook page. You have got just some amazing pictures of all the different work you guys do at fa on Facebook and your social media. Oh, yes, sir. We've got um, a gentleman who works and does all of our media for our um, Instagram, our Facebook, our website, and he does absolutely amazing work getting those pictures to look a lot cooler than what I think they look like when I'm just taking them. <laughs> right. uh, he, he has a good way of, of making everything look look cool and dramatic. I unfortunately don't have that uh, cinematograph, uh, cinematographic eye. Bless your heart. You're going to be with us next week in Novi, right? Uh, yes, sir. I'll be right there at the home show. That's cool. Novi People can see Lucas and meet him and talk to him next week. And if they have any kind of pictures, that's the place to bring them, right? To show you pictures, something that may need torn off? Yes, absolutely. And if you come see us at the home show, I can get you a quote written up right then and there. Where are you going to be? Do you know your booth? Um, yes, we're going to be booth 1827. Okay, we'll make sure people people hear about you when you get there. Your your uh, website, what can people see when they get their web, when they go to your website? Yep, so um, you'll see basically who we are, what we do. Um, you get to see a picture of my dad and I's uh, bright, smiling faces on the About Us page. Um, there's some FAQs there that handle um, a lot of our, our most asked questions, okay. um, as well as just descriptions of all of the jobs we do, how we in, ge in general get those types of jobs done, what's required for it, um, pretty much everything. Give you a little brief synopsis on how that project is going to go before you even talk to us. We get emails that go like this all the time. I need someone to demo my garage um, that lives in Taylor. Chuck and I will send them an email back saying, well, they don't live in Taylor, but they do travel. Where does LBS travel to? And where are you located? Really good question. So uh, we're located in Heartland, Michigan, um, right at 23 and 59. Um, we, go, we go all the way uh, west to Grand Ledge. We go north to um, Saginaw. We go east to the uh, Detroit River, and we go south to the border to Ohio. We like knowing that, don't we? So most we? people can hear us in yes. southeast Michigan. You can help. Yep, pretty much all of southeast Michigan we take care of. We can even go up into the Thumb. We can go up to Gaylord if the um, project is right. Yeah, well, I like that you added that on, if the project is right. You're not going to go up to Gaylord for a shed. Correct. Well, <laughs> well, it would have to be a pretty gosh darn big shed. It's pretty, pay you really well. pretty wealthy people yes, there with yes, big one, sheds. One of the two. You, you've got, um, yeah, yes, exactly. But Chuck said the word earlier, strategic deconstruction. It sounds a lot better than just demolition. But it is so important to strategically demo stuff. I mean, you know oh, what block to move for the whole thing doesn't fall down. Exactly. And knowing where, you know, loads are being bared and just uh, the, the thing that I, I don't hear quite a lot being talked about is when you hit something or knock something down, where that and everything else is going to go. Sure. Because maybe you can't predict how it falls. You know, if you, if you knock a block wall straight down, that block is going to scatter for another that 32 foot times. That, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. And I mean, that's a lot, you know, a lot of times it's often a lot of weight, weird shaped things that, you know, you, you can have a two by four snap and that can be very, very dangerous. Absolutely. I mean, a snapping a two by four <laughs> can be the difference between a very good day and a very bad few months. I have scars to show that. Yeah. Thanks exactly. for coming in. We appreciate it. It was a crummy day to drive and, and it means a lot to us and our audience that you drove here to talk to them today. 
Well, thank you, Ken and Chuck, so much for having me. And everyone, thank you so much for listening. I do appreciate you. We'll time. definitely see you next week at the home show. But in the meantime, give out your contact information for yep. the listeners, please. Yes, absolutely. Um, my name is again is Lucas Lefave with LBS Demolition. Um, our website is lbsdemo.com. And our phone number is 517-404-1908. And again, 517 means they'll go anywhere in southeast Michigan, probably southern Michigan. So please give them a call. Check them out. You will not be sorry. LBSdemo.com. Lucas, thank you so much for coming out. Thanks, Lucas. Thank you, guys. Tell Appreciate Dad we said you. hi, and we will see you next week at the Novi Home Show. We're looking forward to In it. In better a weather. Show. All right, yes, sir. We'll see you then. <laughs> God show. bless. And another company is going to be there. And you talk about strategic, Chuck, right? Is there much more strategic than Basements Plus? Oh, we referred them just this morning. Some people were experiencing rod hole leaks with all the moisture that's in the ground. You know, and if you want to finish your basement, it's down there ugly, you need someone to demo it, you can call LBS Demo and then get a beautiful new finished basement by Basements Plus. Okay, we got to talk to a really important and fun young man. He was fun. He was. But I want to talk to the most important people we talk to. Our, our team partners are pretty important, Chuck. They are. <laughs> but even they wouldn't be anywhere without our listeners. You're right. Let's about be that. honest. You're right about that. Eight 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 six five four guys equals eight 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 six five four four eight nine seven. You want to go away with some tickets? Oh yeah. Some tickets for next week's home show. You know, I keep forgetting. That that is next week, even though I've mentioned it because I got it written down here. It's kind of like, yay, I'm excited <laughs> about it, especially well, after this weekend. You're right. The long-term outlook says cold. doesn't say anything about moisture. It says cold. And we all know the colder it is, the more people will attend. The snowier it is, the less people will attend. So let's hope for some good cold weather for everyone to check it out because it's going point. to be a huge 2024 season of home improvement. Yes, it's going to be huge. Is yeah. that Y-U-G-E, huge? <laughs> I'm no just, I'd, I'd have no to look idea. it up. No idea. Be caller 9 at 800-859-0WJR to win four tickets to the Novi Home Show, January 19th, 19th to the 21st at the Suburban Collection Showplace. For a bonus chance to win, text keyword HOME, 800 957 more info and official contest rules at WJR.com. So be calling our number 9-800-859-0WJR. And I want to yell at people. We always <laughs> ask you to come up and Excuse say hi me. to us, and not everybody does at say, those shows. Say that again? Not everybody comes up and says hi. No, they don't. So no, they don't. Darn you people. Now, uh, do I tell people next Sunday the show is going to be, and tomorrow, oh. tomorrow the show is going to be on from 9 to 11. That's right. So people tune in an hour earlier, what time and then night? one of our shows next week, I believe, is Sunday's going to be the same thing. Yeah, Saturday or Sunday, one of them is on. We're on early, but we're going to stay there. I think we're recording with Amnesty for an hour. Yep. And we're doing some other stuff. Performance remodeling, I believe, as well. Yeah, yeah. so we'll be there. Um, but we want you to come see us. We want you to come see our, our team partners. We think we have the best team partners on earth. we got just so many great people. I mean, you just got done listening to Lucas. There's no way you had anything but a positive impression of him and his company. You're right. If you listen to that. You're right. You're right. Hey, let's go to the phones. Is Ken still with us, South Lion? Yes. You are a very patient man. Thank no you so much, kidding. Ken. Thanks, Ken. <laughs> How can we help you, sir? Yes. Uh, I had my vents cleaned this past week, and the gentleman came back and says that I have 
corrosion in my my vents that need to be fixed, or somehow I got to get it get it corrected. Okay, your vents are they? Do you live on a slab on grade house, or a, do you have a basement? The vents are in a. Did we lose you? You there? I'm here. They're okay. in a crawl space. So you mean your duct work then? A, yeah. Go ahead, Ken. I'm sorry. Yeah, the, I my house. Uh, it's a small twenty, two thousand square foot house. I uh, have only a crawl space underneath, and that's where the vents are. Okay, this company was not Amnesty Air Duct Cleaning that came out by chance, was it? I I don't. I think somebody out of uh, I think it was out of Ann Arbor. Okay. Okay. Yeah, I mean, if you have corrosion, can that duct armor help that you think? Maybe, yeah. yeah. I would call Amnesty and talk to uh, Steve Sprague and mention to him what you mentioned to us and see if he's got a product that can economically and thoroughly seal that ductwork for you and eliminate that problem in the future. Okay, what was the name of that company again? Amnesty Air Duct Cleaning. And the phone number. Yes. Phone number. 877. 349. 347-8877. 888-77. 77. Okay. Much appreciated. And Ken, it's Steve Sprague. And also, also Ken, they... They right. will be at the home show next weekend if you want to check them out there. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Okay. Will do. Thank you, my friend. Thanks for Thank hanging you. on, Ken. We appreciate it. Okay. You, those ducts, even though they're a zinc metal uh, coating, usually can get some corrosion on them and some rust in them. And Ken and I were thinking that Amnesty maybe has a product that they can use to seal that, and once you shut the air off uh, from that metal, you'll you'll quit any further decay too. So, depending on the you know situation exactly, Steve Sprague will know, right? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Hey, phone lines are open. Eight 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 six five four guys equals eight 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 six five four four eight nine seven. Chuck, what are some of the things people can look for? You know, we have a saying you and I have used a lot. We didn't come up with it. But it goes like, uh, last house with snow on the roof wins. <laughs> Let's explain that to people, please. Yeah, I mean, it's a great day to do it. I haven't looked outside in the last hour. Is it still snowing? If your attic is properly ventilated, then the air inside the attic is roughly the same temperature as what, what is outside. Okay? Year-round. Which means this time of year, it should be cold. Yep. If the snow falling on your roof is melting... That means that there's heat in your attic escaping through the roof, melting the snow, and that's that's a bad thing. I tell you, not so much today, but let's go back just a couple of days when you get those frost days or just a just a hair of snow. You can tell where every roof trust is on so many houses out there. Does that necessarily mean they have an issue? No. No? Worth looking at at that point, correct? Yeah, it's always worth looking at. Uh, And one of the mistakes people make uh, is we had a question from a listener uh, in the email in the last couple days. 
they will do the DIY edition of blown cellulose in their own attic. And if they haven't air sealed that attic like a professional company will do, you might still have heat escaping from the home and moisture into the attic through the blown insulation and melting the snow on the roof. Right. So you think you've improved the, you know, the insulative value of the home, and you in some ways have, but in some ways you haven't. So that's why Ken and I always push a professional to do that. Do they want to see it melt at the ridge vent or can vents? Is that where they want to see the ice or the snow melting first around those vents? Yeah, you're going to see it on the ridge and the cans, and you probably will also see it around the uh, stink pipe that you like to refer to, that, that, pipe. that plumbing vent, that drain waste vent pipe that exits the roof, because that's going to generate heat immediately around it as well. Exactly. No matter what you do, everybody, the most excuse me, inefficient part of your wall is the window. No matter what window it is, you need to make sure it's the best window out there and installed properly. Yeah, I agree with you a thousand percent. And it should be something that's installed properly and has an excellent parts and labor warranty that extends as long as you can get it. As long as you can get a window made in the Great White North for the Great White North comes to you. From Clarkston. I'm sorry, Window World. Again, with over 85 years of combined housing experience. The you inside, are outside old. Guys, you are much older, mister. Man. Inside Outside guys need to be your one-stop shop for any and all of your housing needs. Phone lines are open, 888-654-GUYS, which equals 888-654-4897. Let's talk to Jane in Livonia. Good morning, Jane. You are on with the guys. Hi. Good morning. Uh, I have a question about cisterns. Is there? Do you know of a company around here that um, installs cisterns? I want to take the water from obviously my roof and retain it for watering my yard and stuff. Where do you? Where do you want to put the cistern? Underground. Okay, so you want a tank in the ground. Okay, I want to make sure. And then you want to Mm -hmm. pump uh, something with a pump set up and the electricity run out to it and all that good stuff? Correct. Okay, wanted to make sure. Uh, Historically, especially people my age, you say cistern, and we're thinking the old old basement water catch-all. People used to direct their gutters to a literally a concrete and stone did you ever build any of those can or nope. tear them down? <laughs> even you aren't that old nope. <laughs> in the basement but, but nowadays yeah who would build a cistern who could we get to get for? well I, they'd probably take a tank like you did you'd get from um tractor supply or something like that big plastic my tank. guess right. is 500 gallon yeah tank. bury yeah. it put sand mm-hmm. around it and then grass on top it would have a vent as well as uh you know the connections now well, I won't even get into that. But SAS would do that, I think. They do the underground French drain systems. So that would be one company uh, that uh, would do, you know, okay, something like that. If you want a phone number for them, we've got it. Please. It's 800-894-5115. Yep, 5115. Five one one five. They okay, do the French drains. Okay, I'm thinking ahead to spring. Yeah, okay. God bless you. Now, keep in mind that water will degrade if you don't treat it, even under 
ground like that. And it could actually harm foliage if you're not properly treating it. So you, uh, I'm assuming you're going to study up on that as well. Yes, yes. Because it's water coming from okay. your gutters, right? So mm-hmm. it could have contaminants right, and right. it could grow bacteria and those kinds of things. And, and uh, mm-hmm. the, the pump, uh, a submersible pump is typically what you'll install and something like that so that it's only in the water and it'll last longer that way too. Okay, that sounds great. I'll give them a call and maybe get something lined up for the spring. Good luck, Jane. Thank you so much. Thanks. Great question. All right, right, let's go to Lamar in Monroe. Good morning, Lamar. You're on with the guys on WJR. Yes, good morning. Inside, outside, guys. Good morning to both of you. God bless you. Good morning. Yes, yes. I was calling. You know, I have. I I want to know if you have a company to recommend that I have, uh, you know, the the poles of my home uh, is leaning over. You know, the uh, structural pole. There's four in front of the house, and there's one leaning over. And uh, people walking up, oh, you better get that fixed. Oh, that's leaning over. Oh, what are you going to do? I'm going to get it done. I, I, I don't know who to call. So can you recommend someone that does that kind of work? A pole is, is leaning. Uh, now, when you uh, say a pole in your front yard, are we talking on top of your porch? Is there a column on your porch that's starting to lean? Yes, it's on the porch. Yes, it's on the porch. Okay. Okay. Terry Russell? There you go. There I'm you sure go. Terry can handle that extremely well. Do you have a pen handy, Lamar? Yes. Call Terry at 248-722-7000. Two eight eight. Okay, that's Terry uh, Russell. You said yes, sir. Tell him we told you to call. Explain to him what you just explained to us. Terry is extremely versatile in terms of both diagnosing and fixing issues in homes, especially structural. Now, Lamar, what is that? What is that pillar made out of? Oh, uh, it's it's brick. Then it's, it's brick from the ground. Then the and at the top of the pillar, it's like wood to the roof. Okay. So it's a decorative column. Is by any chance uh, have you looked at where your porch? That's why I, that's why I call. That's that's why I call you guys. Say that word again. Or what? A decorative what? A, Say that a decorative a decorative column. It may be weight bearing. Terry will be able to tell you whether it's weight bearing or not. Many of those are not. But have you gone out and taken a look at where the porch meets the house to see if you have any separation there? Okay, right. where the porch meets the house. Yes, because if that pillar is starting to lean there could be other things underneath that are starting to move away to make it lean i just did something okay, like that like, in my like, daughter's like, house. The, like the bricks like the bricks the concrete the concrete, the concrete base yes could yes to, yes um the concrete. I, my daughter okay. has a wood a wood porch and her um, post started to lean and fail so and you that's can see exactly what I, that's exactly what i got wooden porch and the post has started to lean oh gosh terry could take care of that no doubt yeah, if that's what it is. If it's not a concrete porch, if it's a wood porch, then yes, it's, a, it's, it's, it's very it's likely a wood the porch, post. It's, it's, it's a wood porch, but the concrete is like a beam coming up, but the yeah. porch is wood. Very likely those uh, posts underneath are starting to fail, and it should not. I mean, it's nothing that can't be done. You're going to have to dig down 42 inches, re-pour a footing, reset some uh, some 4x4s or 4x6s underneath there, and it should be able to be fixed. Okay, great. Now, one, one, another question. That young lady just called just a few minutes ago about uh, said she wanted to get water from her rooftop to go into the ground so she could water her grass. Did, did I understand that correctly? 
You did. <laughs> you did. That's that's so advanced. I don't. It's a wonder why she even called with with well, advanced technology like that. No, it re- it's really this- not advanced technology. It really isn't, is it, bud? No, it's not. People did it you know, hundreds of years ago for their domestic water. You know, you you watch the old westerns, you'll see a barrel at the corner of the roof catching water, and that's what people literally would use for everything, laundry, drinking if they needed it, <laughs> much yeah. less to grow, you know, food. Yeah. And, and, I, and just to think, I don't even know how to use an iPhone yet. I'm so behind. Okay, well, God bless you, you. You and I should get together then, Lamar. <laughs> thank, thank you, Lamar. you. Thank, we appreciate thank you for the information. Hey, we want to remind everybody, when, when they harvest debris out of the oceans, 80% of that is plastic debris. That's, I mean, you see those floating islands. It's almost kind of scary, isn't it? My wife and I, I remember we, years ago, we took a cruise. And um, going into Jamaica, I, it was unbelievable. Believable, seriously, the amount of garbage in the ocean. Un- it's unbelievable to me that, as a society, I don't care where you live, why we can't take better care of that. The microplastics, and you and I are not are not doomsdayers, end of the world kind of stuff. You and I are not worried about that, but I agree with you. And it is, it's a virtual plastic pandemic, and one of the ways you can negate that problem is to quit buying the plastic water bottles that everybody thinks they should have in their house and just install a reverse osmosis system so that you can be drinking out of your coffee mugs at home. <laughs> or you can get the five-gallon um, delivered to you from Beauchamp Water Treatment Solutions as well and make sure it comes to you clean and healthy. Get a free water test, get a reverse osmosis system, or just get the water itself delivered from Beauchamp Water Treatment Solutions. Welcome back, everybody. We do appreciate you being with us. I want to tell you, you know, you don't realize, you know, what's going on with this weather necessarily. Hopefully you're, you're cozy and comfortable in your own home listening to us. But Consumers Energy, over 400 Consumers Energy and contractor crews from as far away as Colorado, Alabama, New York are preparing for this storm system that we're having right now hit us. And you don't think about it. You know. That's huge. It, last night, I mean. I talked to Paul W. yesterday about this storm, and I didn't say it, but so much, so much wanted me to say, have we really become just big wimps in the state of Michigan? Because the storm that we had last night was nothing compared to the storms you and I had when we were younger. I'm not talking that far, that long ago. I don't disagree. My son is at CMU, and I think he said they got eight inches during the week. Okay. And it's like, it's like he said, everybody's panicking. And he said, I put my boots on, I walked to class, you know. Amen. Amen. I mean, <laughs> you know, and it's funny because some schools shut down yesterday. Shut down. And we didn't you. even have snow and they I shut down. You. My wife got a notification Thursday night that they were closing her school. And we both looked at each other and went, the storm isn't even due until 3 o'clock Friday in the <laughs> afternoon, you know. I know, I know. Whatever. Now, last yeah. night, my wife and I are sitting in the living room. We're watching a really good movie. And it's towards the end of it. Lights flicker. I look outside. I see lightning outside. I grab my phone. Lightning's cool. You actually I, saw lightning? I saw lightning. Last night? Last night. I grab my phone. I go to the front porch, walk out the front porch, hit my recorder, and saw the Transformer get zapped. I have it on video. You should put that on Facebook. 
That's cool. It is. And nobody it, got hurt. So nobody got hurt, but the, our sub and subs and rounds were out of power. It came back on around one thirty last night. But our neighbor who lived right by the Transformers said her house shook twice. She thought the world was coming to an end. Lightning hit the Transformer, went down the uh, wire to her house, but luckily burned up and fell off first and then jumped over to a tree and caught the tree on fire. This was last night in the middle of this giant snowstorm. That I'll tell you what, I mean, thank God nobody got hurt and her house did not burn down. But if you've ever been really close to a lightning strike, it is awesome, for lack of a better word. Yeah. It's unbelievable. Well, what scared me, Chuck, is once it went out, everything started to flicker. So I ran downstairs and hit the main for the main breaker and shut it off. You bet. Googled it, and it said, if it's a transformer, your lights are going to flicker for a while afterwards. And then I went back down, t- turned it back on, because I was afraid of hurting some of my equipment. Absolutely. I would be, too. But everything w- turned out right about 1.30 in the morning. We got woken up with the power back on. And, hey, you know what? The guys that are out there doing this, by any chance you're sitting in your truck listening to us right now, all we have to say is thank you, thank you, thank you for doing this for all of us. Yeah, those crews that come up from other states, God bless you. Uh, my brother's future son-in-law works for Tico Energy in Florida. Okay. And they had that big storm come through this week, and he was on call. And he talked and told stories about what they run into and how people aren't smart enough to do what you did. Just shut that main off, walk away, leave it alone, don't do anything stupid. (laughs) Amen. Amen Call the experts. Call the experts. Call the experts. If you're having any issue with any electrical issues right now, we have a... Three or four great electricians at the InsideOutsideGuys.com. So what advice did you give Paul's listeners when you talked to him yesterday? Well, if you look at the forecast, we're getting the snow today. And after that, it it's going to be around. There's no moisture in the 10-day forecast that I can see, but, boy, is there cold. Cold and dry. Yeah, I believe a couple of days we're looking at t- getting down to zero. So some of the things I mentioned is, you know, those those roof trusses. Keep an eye on your roof. Very important. Keep an eye on your roof. See how long it takes it to mount. Ice dams. I mentioned that, you know, the anatomy of an ice dam is cold water freezing at the edge of your house. And sometimes, no matter what you do, me, I've talked about this. I've got a, I've got a valley that's right next to a dormer that gets so very little sun. I get an ice dam there whenever we get major weather. And sometimes you have to either mechanically get it unfrozen with some cables or what we do, uh, I told Paul to get his wife stockings, and he said I was dating myself. You fill it full of some. <laughs> By saying stockings. Yeah, you fill it full of some ice melter, and you put it right in the middle. You you toss it up so that sock is right in the middle of that ice dam, so it melts a channel for the water to go out and down instead of behind the dam and underneath your shingles and back into your house. That is very important. Also, if you're sitting in your living room. I mean, it is windy today, and you know you don't have an air vent right underneath those curtains, and you see those curtains moving, that's an indication that you have some window issues, and you don't take to take a look at that. Yeah, so good. That's, that's something everyone should take a look at. But let's also mention this week's article in the Detroit News Homestyle section, because so many people have no idea what we're talking about when we talk about makeup air. I know. We need to mention that. Yeah, it is funny, and we try to use that... Uh, article as an opportunity to discuss things that maybe people don't call us about or people don't 
typically understand. Ice dams would be another classic one. Right. Um, and makeup air is simply the air that is brought or should be brought into your home or your office or your building after you've exhausted other air. And it's quite simple. We use the example, if you go to the doctor's office and they say, exhale until you have nothing left in your lungs. We've all yep. been in that situation. Every time you turn on an exhaust fan in your home, you're asking your home to do the same thing. Exhale. Well, we know that after you exhale, you then have to inhale. You have to replace that air. You, you need makeup air. So does the home. Does, house does too, yeah. So we discussed that in the article, and it was a lot of fun, and I think we did a relatively thorough job of it. What are some of the consequences of not having enough makeup air? Well, if, if it's not strategic, your house will find a way to make it up, right? Good point. Good point. It may draw it in through your hot water heater chimney, which brings in contaminated and poisonous air. It may bring it in through your furnace exhaust, which, again, brings in contaminated and poisonous air. It may bring it in through your chimney while the fire's in there. We've all seen that, right? Backdraft. Yeah. Backdraft. Yeah. Smoke comes into your house. It may bring it in through the sidewall, cracks and gaps. So picture this. There's moisture in the outside air. There's contaminants in it. It sneaks in through your wall in cracks and gaps, but the moisture and the contaminants stay there, and the air, the rest of the air comes into the house. Now you've got these contaminants and moisture trapped in your wall, which can lead to mold growth and all kinds of other stuff. Right? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. And people go, why is this an issue now? It wasn't when I was 12. Yes, it was. <laughs> we just didn't, no one cared. Well, and your house was so leaky back then. We didn't even put insulation in sidewalls back then, much less in the attic. So what you did was you put on two more layers of clothes this time of year. Yep. And so your house was less likely to backdraft through furnace chimneys and those kinds of things. Now it's a critical issue because uh, we are building tighter houses and we've been insulating the old houses, right? This is stuff that home, this is very, very important for homeowners to know if you want your entire system in your house to run at peak efficiency and stay comfortable in your home. Stay comfortable and stay safe Healthy. and, and pr protect the house, yeah. We talked about a couple of issues where if you have active exhaust, which means it actually goes outside in the kitchen. Or the laundry room. We used to put active exhaust in our laundry rooms and our spec homes when we built them. You have to have makeup air specifically designed to take care of that room, that space. And you have to do it in such a way that it's not uncomfortable. So I can't bring makeup air in in January from outside that dumps at your feet while you're standing at the kitchen sink, right? Good point. Because you're going to go, oh, my God, it's freezing. It's cold. Like, I'm not going to turn that fan on above the stove if that's what's going to happen every time. So you've got to design that makeup air to come in such that it gets preheated across part of the house and it gets brought into the space in a place that keeps kitchens. We would bring makeup air up behind the refrigerator. That actually made your refrigerator run more efficiently. And by the time it got to that wall the refrigerator was on under the floor, it had been partially preheated. Sure. Sure, sure, sure. So it's a good, safe way to do it. And there's some, there's a piece of equipment out there that is used for this called a scuttle. And what that scuttle will do will bring in the air from the outside. People will you put mean it, the ERVs and the HRVs? There you go. Okay. I've, yeah. I've always called yeah, them a scuttle. scuttle will be the, typically the attic access. It's interesting because I've, I've installed them, but the key is when – I guess we call it a different thing. Sure. Is you don't install it too close to the furnace like you were just saying. Yeah. You want to install it on the other side of the basement to where it enters the return air duct 
way down there. Oh, you're talking about just a barometric pressure insulated pipe of some kind. That goes outside with the damper on it. Okay. Right, right, right. And we've Sorry. always called those scuttles. I'm, yep. But that's what we've always called. That's okay. When I, I was, what I thought you were talking about, and forgive me, was the electronic devices, the energy recovery ventilators, the heat recovery ventilators. Okay. Those are mechanical devices. Gotcha. And we may put those as a whole house device, or we may put them in a great room just to treat the great room. Yes. Provide yes. makeup air in there. Yes. Uh, a variety of, uh, yeah, I like I like more what you're talking about. Okay. And I think it's important that what we say, I have two ends of my house where I can install that. One is right next to the furnace on the outside. I don't want to do it there because I do not want to bring zero degree temperatures right into my furnace. Yeah. I want to do it on the other side of my basement. So it has about 35 feet of ductwork to run through before it gets to that point. So we'll typically bring it into the return air. Exactly, yes. Yep. Uh, but we also will we'll bring one oftentimes, and it's real easy and, and pretty cheap and necessary to do this, yeah. to bring it in and just take an insulated pipe down the basement wall to within about 18 inches of the floor. So when the house needs it, it's there. And there it is, yep. But it's not going to suck it in if it doesn't need it. And when we get back from break, Chuck, let's talk about exterior walls and frost on exterior walls and what people should be looking for this time of year to make sure they don't get any mold growth as a consequence to this cold weather, okay? Good point. Good point. I like that a lot. We're talking about ductwork, right? Yeah, we've mentioned this company a few times today, right? And they will be at the home show next weekend. Longtime team partner of the Inside Outside guys. We trust them to help keep your home healthy. Amnesty Air Duct Cleaning. 888-654-4897. You're welcome to call during this last segment. I want to remind you, we are on tomorrow at 9 a.m., 9 to 11, right? Yes, sir. The Michigan State basketball game? Yes, sir. Are you, are you going to play? <laughs> no. Boy, talk about needing the EMTs on the sideline if you and I got out there. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Yeah, no, we wouldn't even see the floor. I mean, they wouldn't, yeah, never mind. But before we went to break, we talked about, I mentioned frost, Chuck. Yeah, and mold. And with these cold weathers, this cold weather, how important is it to move that air inside of the house yeah. in this cold weather? You're so right. And you, you can walk through. I'll tell you what's interesting. Here's a little experiment. Next time you get in your cold car, which will be sometime in the next day or so, right? Yep. When you turn a corner, I don't care how long the car's been running, when you turn the corner and you turn left as the driver, notice that you will feel cold air moving across the vehicle toward you because it's heavier. Cold air is heavier. Right. And you can feel it move in your vehicle even after it's warmed up. Right. And it stratifies. The cold air will build up at the bottom of the car, the floor, and near your feet. Same thing's happening in your house 24-7, except you never turn the you, you don't the house doesn't get going fifty miles an hour, but it has winds blowing against it. And unfortunately, <laughs> a lot of times this frost forms, like Chuck just said, in places you don't see it as a homeowner. No, it'll be on the ground, on the floor, behind your dresser, which is in the back corner of your bedroom, and you haven't been keeping your fan on. So what will happen is that frost will literally show up on the inside of your house, then it'll turn to mold. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's going to melt, and it's moisture. Yep. That's what it is. And the one thing we say you can control in order to control mold is moisture. Closets. I, I was just going to go there. You're absolutely Baseboards right. Baseboards and closets. Yep. We, we usually put closets on outside walls for a number of reasons, one of which is the insulated value because you typically will not heat a closet. Sometimes you do. Right. 
but it provides kind of a thermal barrier. And because it's on an outside wall and because you're not circulating air in there, you're more likely to have that stagnant cold air like you just talked about and frost. And if there's air moving, the frost won't stick. No. It doesn't have a place to stick. So that's why it's so important. And Chuck and I get these emails all the time. And we'll tell people, of course, turn your you know, ceiling fans on. Go to your furnace. Turn that fan up all the way. And then if you have to strategically place some window box fans or just some small stand-up fans to blow in certain rooms to keep the air moving, this is the time of year to do it better more than anything else out there. Yeah, this is a good time, great time of year to keep that uh, furnace fan set on auto. Absolutely, absolutely. Because it's going to be this way. Or on, on. Right. The the long-term forecast says we are going to have some very cold weather here and it's very hard on your house the bond plate where the house meets your meets your basement wall top of your basement wall go down there chuck there's no replacement in that area for foam (laughs) i mean shoving bat insulation down there just does not do it does it actually we've seen lawsuits uh where even contractors building a brand-new home put fiberglass bats in that bond area. Pockets. And they didn't do anything to eliminate the air movement through the... There's there's a whole bunch of joints in that part where your floor frame ends, that part of the floor frame, that part of the house. And if you don't shut off the air movement, you don't shut off the potential for moisture to come in, and you don't shut off the potential for frost, which means you might have mold. So it's you know it's a domino effect, right? And we're talking about it being right in that corner, right against that exterior wall. Yeah. That lower part will add enough to it. The bond plate will add enough to it. That's why that is so important. If you're doing what Chuck says, if you pull some bat down there and you hit, you don't see anything, you at least want to grab some great stuff foam and get all four edges, at least those three, all four edges, then put that fiberglass insulation back in. And I don't think people realize, Chuck, there is not a better thing you can buy for your home that will start paying you back right away than insulation. And it's not that expensive compared Air to everything is, else. Is, is number one, I believe, which is caulk and, and yeah. spray foams, right. like great stuff. And right behind that is insulation. I agree. Um, now, we do get letters from very intelligent listeners that go, I've already got insulation. I talked to a company about adding insulation. And I looked at my my bills, my consumer bills, and I don't see a return on investment for 12 years. That could be. Right. But what we tell people is insulation will eventually pay for itself, whether or not it's going to give you your, the ROI you need in the time period you need it becomes something you've got to factor in. That's a great point. That really is a good yeah. point. And it can be very expensive, and, it, and, and <laughs> everything is today. But it's not a do-it-yourself project either. Oh, goodness, you're right about that. No, I, it is expensive relatively, but when it comes, a few times that I went out and got insulation, I was surprised. I remember years ago, I had a guy come in, I want to get my attic insulated. He gave me a price like $4,000. And then for the exact same insulation, it got down to like $1,500 for the exact same amount. That's how much he had on top of it because I kept saying no, 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 no. <laughs> And then when he put it in, I went in up, made sure he put it in right, and he did. Um, insulation is something that everybody should make sure that their house is, is properly insulated because you will yeah. be. We always talk about being too hot or too cold in your house. Those don't matter. 
being too hot or too cold don't matter. Being comfortable in your house is what matters. Yeah, and I think we've just hit the, the critical pieces there. Air movement, and we've mentioned amnesty several times today. Yeah. Make yeah. sure that you properly are moving air through the home. And air sealing with caulk or spray foams and insulation. And, again, there's there's so much nuance to proper insulation. You know, when I first got sticker shock, when I went to buy fiberglass bat, gosh, 35, 40 years ago. That was a long time ago. And I remember seeing how, however much money it was, I won't pretend I remember. But I do remember thinking, oh, my gosh, that's expensive. Really? Yeah, back then. Back then. Well, back then. Well, you know, be, knowing what it was, spun fiber, <laughs> you know, spun glass fiber. Looks and, like cotton candy. Yeah, right. I thought, God bless them for, for being able to, <laughs> to do it. So it's not going to get cheaper. You're right. want to remind everybody, even though the Novi Home Show is next week, which kicks off the home show season here in Southeast Michigan yeah. today, they're having the home show over at the Grand Rapids area. And we have a couple of great team partners that, that are over there. Um, Ryan O'Shield, True Tech Concrete Coatings, you know, Victor's, Kearns, they got to got all be over Diamond there Coats well. over Diamond there. Diamond Coats over there. And the home builders that usually puts that show on, I don't know if they're putting this particular one on, is a great organization. It is. The Grand Rapids HBA. It is. We uh, we judged the Parade of Homes there years ago for the yeah, good way. Yeah, a few times. Fun. Yeah, fun drives. Fun good drives. people. Really enjoy it. Again, tomorrow morning, the Inside Outside guys are going to be starting at 9 a.m., so make sure you set your clocks for that. And next week at the home show, we'll be doing the same thing, I believe, on that Sunday as well. And we've got a couple guests calling in tomorrow, but we will be taking your phone calls. We love chatting with you, so plan on talking to us if you have any questions, concerns, or comments about your home. And listen, everybody, keep an eye on your home in this cold weather. Yeah. The things that Chuck and I talked about here today, take a look in those corners when we get those zero-degree temperatures, and keep the air moving in your house. It is so very important. Again, we'll be back here tomorrow morning at 9 a.m. Please make sure you listen. And then next week, and we'll also get some tickets away again tomorrow morning for the Novi Home Show. And then next week, we hope to see you at the Novi Home Show, the Suburban Collection Showplace, which kicks off our season. We're looking forward to seeing everyone over there. Yep. We truly are. It's going to be a lot of fun. All right, everyone, thank you very much for uh, listening, tuning in today and listening to the Inside Outside Guys. Don't forget, during the week, if you need anything, and we mean anything that has to do with your home, go to the InsideOutsideGuys.com, the Inside Outside Guys on Facebook, because from the roof to the basement, the street to the back fence, if you need it, the Inside Outside Guys are here for you today and every day. Thank you, everybody. Until next time, bye-bye.